This is episode 261 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. My name's Dion. There is another Morales. Another what? I'm having another kid. What? What? <laughs> wow. Uh, no. What? Yeah. Another little girl coming this November. Oh, another congratulations. Pilot. Congratulations. Con- yeah. <laughs> I thought I'd just drop it right at the beginning of the podcast. It's not even messing around. Just I read that quote and I was like, "Is it? Is it? Is it really? Is really, it really? Really?" Yeah. really. <laughs> Everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> well, I wasn't expect. Ah, you got you got to listen to the intro. Get some good yeah, nuggets. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. We t- we told my mom on Mother's Day. She was super pumped, and and her mom, and uh, yeah. So. Super, super excited. Arwen is super pumped to be a big sister. She, uh, she's already, I, I jokingly said I was going to eat the baby's toes. And uh, Arwen looked at me. She said, no. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, oh, oh. I was joking. But noted. Defensive. Got it. <laughs> hey, you know, she's already protective. So that's that's right. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Uh, well, today... After I just dropped that bomb, <laughs> I'm joined by Marcel oh, Manzano. You see, I saw it coming. <laughs> you, you saw that? I mean, the, the stream can't see, but, but you guys can see that I saw it coming. I felt it in the air or something. <laughs> also, Will, boom! You're looking for lists? Hegwood. Hey, How's it going, everybody? I can't follow up with you, uh, Dion's. Getting out. Amazing. And Ryan, every day is a stroller day now, Stan Azuski. That actually has nothing to do with what Dion just said. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, we were, now the weather's clearing up, it's nicer out, like we're going outside yeah. every day with on a walk with Ollie in the stroller now, so it's been great. Mm-hmm. But now Dion's going to have everyday stroller day, too. <laughs> hype, hype. That's right. I mean, so she'll be born. By the way, can I say technology is amazing? All right. She, technology is amazing because we found that normally we wouldn't know if she was a boy or a girl for like another month and a half. But they, they have this like test where you take the mother's blood. Nothing, nothing invasive or anything. Just you take the mother's blood and apparently they discover like, hey, yo, there's like extra DNA in the mother's blood and we can figure so much stuff out from that. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like that didn't exist six years ago when Arwen was was gestating. Like yeah, that's... I'm, I'm familiar with that because it was just a year ago. So yeah. Speaking of the mother's day, like when we told our family about Ali – Sarah being pregnant, that was also on Mother's Day. Great yeah. time to tell mothers. That's right. Like boom, boom, just drop dropping baby news all over the place. So, what does that mean? I'm gonna be busy. I'm already busy. Gonna be more busy. But it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. Anyway, announcements and other announcements and news. Uh, X-Wing related now. Uh, release date for the Rogue class and the Republic Z95 has been confirmed by Atomic Mass Games as May 27th. So we only got to wait a few more weeks for those um, 
what you call it, those new ships, new expansions, new toys to put on the table. Also, shout out to my man, Michael Bird. Michael Bird has hooked us up with a bunch of community cards uh, to his group in New Jersey, but he hosted the inaugural JF Party Dragon Charity X-Wing Charity Tournament, uh, and they were able to raise thirty. $200 for the charity. If you're not familiar with that one, uh, with that charity, it's a local New Jersey charity. And after looking them up, basically, it's a charity that's like, they just do stuff for the community. It's like, what, what do we want to do? You know, they might donate for Toys for Tots one time. They might do, you know, uh, breast cancer awareness another month. Like, they just, they basically, it's, it's a whatever they feel like it charity. Uh, and shout out to Michael Bird for, uh, and his community there for raising that money. That's awesome. And before we get into our main topic of the day, I want to remind you that our podcasts are brought to you by our Gold Squadron patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash gold squadron uh, to get a, a part of that uh, of that Gold Squadron swag that we send out uh, quarterly due to some logistical issues. R quick reminder to our patrons that quarter two and quarter three will ship together in July. I, I made a bunch of posts on Patreon. If you're behind, you can check out to see the, the, the sequence of what happened there. Uh, but it's not a big deal. We're going to have this awesome art featuring the battle scenes from our GSP backdrops that we had at Adepticon. Shout out to Corey Heald for uh, designing that awesome space battle. We got six pilots coming your way, uh, and they look pretty Schwanky, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, you can check those out on, uh, on on the Patreon. We also posted some of the pictures on Discord as well if you want to see what is up there. But first, I want to talk about the new clone Z95 pilots because we finally have some tasty morsels. We have some pilots with abilities that we've not seen before. All right, new, new 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 we're gonna go ahead and go in order we got killer here first killer let's go ahead and break that one down marcel killer dependable closer so he's initiative two while you perform an attack if the defender has two or fewer remaining call remaining you may roll one additional attack die. If you do, gain one deplete token after rolling attack dice. Um, and then it's got the versatile frame. We've gone over the chassis already, I believe. The We did go over the chassis, right? Yeah, I mean, you could, we could yeah, remind, yeah, yeah. remind the peeps. Why not? So it's versatile frame. You can equip one proton or uh, not proton I'm, that's in my brain the protons one torpedo or one missile <laughs> upgrade while you this reveal is Marcel telling you maneuver. I'm not putting protons on this <laughs> yes while I your am. reveal revealed maneuver is blue add a um add, add a boost to your action bar now I, I mean it's obviously amazing the the first thing that comes to mind is while you perform an attack not a primary attack so mm -hmm. those missiles and those torpedoes are going to be boosted up as well and then there are ships like other z95s um you know lieutenant blunt everybody's flying lieutenant blunt well he only has two halls so <laughs> so here's a five die torpedo coming at you or, or like um, De Derek Clivian any of the A-wings anything yeah, yeah. with two two hole comes out and killer's like kill shot let's go <laughs> no yeah this is pretty cool I knew, and with the missiles I mean depending on I'm 
See, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually tempted to run cluster missiles because of that deplete. So you can get a four dice attack on your first cluster. And then you just follow up with maybe a two dice cluster, um, unless you follow up on another damage ship. Then it's just a regular, you know, back to three dice again. <laughs> maybe. I mean, the, the whole thing is you can do. Well, we'll see. We'll see what the loadout maybe. is. Yeah, we'll see what the loadout is. And uh, uh, we're hoping he's got eight point loadout for those advanced proton torpedoes. Let's go with six dice. I yeah, not, not... A, I wouldn't mind if he was one of the only uh, two cost republics, and they made him oh, zero. Oh, no loadout. Yeah. Oh, so that means his uh, ability is basically null. His well, his ability well, is primary. primary only if you do that. No, I mean his versatile frame, like the. Chassis oh, oh, yeah. I mean, sure. There's, there's, I think plenty of other ships that have that same. Like, if there was a, oh, there isn't right now, but if there was a. Uh, Zero loadout T seventy weapons hard point doesn't matter that in that regard. Um, yeah. But I think it's it I two is actually really helpful for killer. Everyone else can shoot before him, and he's shooting later, which meaning he's more likely to get his ability off. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, well. I mean, he's the dependable closer. I mean, that's it's right there on his. Uh, <laughs> it's right there on his, on his upgrade. I mean, on his. Um, Description while you perform an attack. It's when there has two or fewer remaining. I, I I mean, the only thing that hurts them is that there's another Z95 in this pack that will go over that's probably better, but ¿Por qué no los dos? Like, yeah, Bring more. Both? More. more. Uh, you got two of them. You, you can't know, own one. Like a month ago or something, we were talking about, or maybe like a month and a half ago, we were talking about, uh, we were guessing what the what the Z95s for the Republic would be. Yeah. And we were thinking, uh, well, we were thinking, I wasn't thinking, you guys were thinking like, oh, it has to have more hull, it has to have shield, like it's got to be better. It's got to be better in some way. Right. Uh, well, it's better in better pilots. <laughs> there you go. I mean, they they addressed the little, like a little bit here, a little bit there, but just individually rather than as a chassis, you know, as a, as a whole. So pretty pretty sweet there. You know, I just realized that it's called Clone Z95 Headhunter. Hmm. I assume all of these are clones then? I would have to, right? It's it's called Clone Probably. Z95. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing it also has something to do with a card that will be unique to Clone Z95 versus Z95. Oh, That's a good maybe. point. That's Maybe. a good point. Yeah, because the Z95s thematically that the Rebels end up using, right? They they are the same ship that has been modified to work again. So, yeah, that that checks out. That checks out. Like it's not a, the the Rebellion doesn't fly Z105s. It's the same chassis. All right. Yeah, so it's just point. to keep it out of the hands of Rebel and Scum probably. <laughs> you Rebel yeah, Scum. Makes sense. All right, let's go ahead and check out this next one, Will. All right, this next one is Drift. Uh, this is Initiative 3. Uh, his clone designations, CT1020. Uh, everything else is the same uh, as far as action bar, stats, and versatile frame, but has the ability, while a friendly ship at range 0 to 1 performs an attack, 
if you have exactly one non-lock red token, that's ion strain deplete stress. Mm -hmm, stress. and stress. I believe that's all four of them. Uh, or exactly one orange token, uh, jam tractor, weapons disabled. Weapons disabled, which doesn't quite work, but... <laughs> well, it's a friendly ship that rings zero to one of you. Uh, true, true, uh, true. That, true. that ship may reroll one attack die. So, uh, what? Do you, first off, this is a Hellrunner, uh, a conditional Hellrunner or Drea-like effect. Uh, obviously better, and as a force multiplayer, the more people you can give that reroll to, the better. But here's my question for you. What's the easiest way to get a non-lock red token? Do my mind goes roll. to... I was going to say, do a barrel do roll. Do a barrel roll. Okay. <laughs> do a barrel roll. No, why not? Um, isn't there an, is there an Initiative 3 Jedi? Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Yeah, no, well... Not Ahsoka specifically, but uh, generic. Maybe generics even Ahsoka, are four. But you have. Um, are they four? Isn't, no, generics you... are three. Maybe I might be mistaken, but that force ability that allows you to to coordinate two two ships of the same. So battle meditation. Are they are they red actions? No. Oh, they're white. Oh, no, okay. no, that's just a regular coordinate. I mean, my, so my mind goes to dedicated. You could utilize it uh, on, say, the first enemy's attack against your team, and then you have a, you're sitting there with the strain. So now you're making your opponent decide: do I shoot the strain Z95, or do I shoot someone who's actually putting out, you know, real damage? Mm -hmm. mm. That's cool. Or just do a barrel roll. Like it gives you a. Uh, is a, there? A, it, I guess Plo Koon could th start throwing yellow tokens at him. No, he pulls off red tokens, doesn't he? He pulls off orange tokens. Orange tokens. Yeah, he gives okay. green. He gives green. Mm. But he can toss him a green. Like he can barrel roll to get the stress and then give him a focus for a defense or something like that. Uh, I'm thinking maybe then Hawk in the lat could give him a, a end of phase boost for a strain. And then he could just not clear it, essentially. I think uh, dedicated. Oh, wolf, probably wolf one pack of the, as wolf well. Wolf pack, dedicated. Anything that's during engagement phase might actually be pretty good. Wolf pack would be interesting because everybody would have to be initiative three then to get his ability. He'd have to shoot. No, he would just have to be shot at. Yeah, Weird. The, the, but the, the problem is that the 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 Republic faction doesn't fly in formation. I mean, right now the strength with the faction is the V-Wings and the Jedi, and they all want to go do their own thing. The only one that probably wants in some wants to fly in some type of block is Wolf and um, Hawk. I think Wolf and Hawk are probably the only ones that are... And Hawk already gives you the rerolls in a, in, you know, in, in a better way. So it's, it's not a garbage ability, but it's also not... You know, th this would probably be the, the Ooh, third one. Yeah, yeah. This would probably be the third one you reach for, and by the time you're reaching for this one, you've already taken uh, Killer and the one we'll talk about next. And if you're going for a third Z95, you're you're making a mistake somewhere. 
it doesn't really fit the mold of current Republic right now, mm-hmm. for sure. And if you want to, if you're looking for rerolls, like you're probably bringing Hawk in a lat with fire conversions anyway. Just bring right. more stuff to the table in terms of tools that you can put on it with all that loadout. Um, and what I alluded to earlier with like saying like, oh, maybe Killer could be two points with zero loadout. People are like, well, that's, that's three two-point ships. What are you doing in the Republic? Well, I, I think, I don't know if Dion, you mentioned it before, but um, it was said and clarified in Twitch reply and, and seen uh, from their last discussion paint of star wars yeah everything's that. getting getting gumbumbled again you're, you're doing some amount of points update along with the points released for these new releases how much of an update or switch around we don't know but there's a chance that maybe some two swap it's 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 enough for them to call it a rebalancing like they they are they are actively saying there are changes that we recognize need to happen. So you know they they looked at sa- that some of some of that data from Adepticon and other mysterious sources, and, uh, and are gonna gonna be able to to make are, are going to make some decisions when it comes to to points. But at least you know my, my thought for Drift is if they make him a two pointer, you don't necessarily even need him to. Uh, as as a two pointer, he can have value just on his own. You know, he has the ability to barrel roll, have a reroll, right? Um, he can still potentially have value in a squad, depending on how things end up. Uh, just as a as a solo operator, and be able to have some a little bit extra maneuverability, and do uh you know have have the 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 ability to while you reveal uh, a maneuver that's blue you get a white boost right or add you, you have a boost that turn no it's, it's add white boost to your action bar so you don't get the boost it's not a bonus but, but you, you can at least barrel yeah, it's, roll. Not, it's not afterburners but yeah you get yeah. To, you get a bonus bonus barrel roll and a re-roll as needed or as you want could be cool all right last but not least ryan Hit us with the stub. Yep, we got stub, the scrappy flyer. Uh, it says, while you defend, if the speed of your revealed maneuver is even, as in an even number, two and four in this case right now, roll one additional defense dice. While you perform a primary attack, if the speed of your revealed maneuver is odd, a.k.a. one, three, Five, but the enemies don't have fives. Roll one additional attack dice. So depending on the speed of your ship, you are gaining a dice. No matter what you did, it doesn't even have to fully execute. Your revealed maneuver will increase your dice, whether it's defense or offense, depending on the speed you do. Um, I like Stub a lot too. I think Killer and Stub are the top two right now. Um, we'll have to see which of the two comes out for our best value. Uh, but I would like point out something else very uh tinfoil hat right now uh zoom in a little bit on stub what ship do we see there enhance you see it fighting on umbara one of the main arcs in the clone wars specifically shooting at umbaran starships future cis ship maybe Tinfoil says yes. Yes, it will happen. 
Right. That thing looks goofy. I mean, it's, it's, from, it's from the Star Wars. <laughs> from, the, from the Clone Wars, uh, like one of the first arcs. You see it You see it in there. It's a space pretzel. That's what yeah, it is. It's, one way to it's describe gonna, it. If, it yeah. if, if they bring it to X-Wing, it's going to have some weird, it's going to have a weird dial. I can guarantee you that. You, you, you say it's space pretzel. You know what it reminds me of? It actually uh, reminds me of, um, you guys remember He-Man? Uh, nope. uh, I never watched He-Man. Yeah, like his, like his bandolier. The the thing that goes over his thing, he's got like the yeah. little. It looks like the little chest strap. Anyway, uh, we we got to do a I, comparison. I think Stubb is really good. Um, and well, barring on his points and and uh, upgrade bar itself. Um, points upgrade bar loadout everything like that, which is weird. We used to have a pretty good idea in the old point structure and list building where we think a ship was going to land in terms of how many points it was going to be and potential loadout it was going to have. But now with everything so separated between a squad cost, a loadout cost, and the slots being all unique depending on the pilot, who knows? The ability's good. I like it. Will it? I, I, want, I want to slap afterburners to it. Let's go three speed maneuvers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Three speed, more attack dice, big zoom. Big zoom. Let's go. I like it. I like it. So um, pre-orders, if you want to get your hands on these, you know, to be able to, to get in your squad, start taking some uh, some flights around that table, it is the time to do it now. Uh, it's going to be released May 27th. Now, today, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different, a little bit different. Uh, this evolved from, from a, a small idea and has blossomed into what I hope to be potentially a continuing installment or an installment that can return as we would like it. And it is, uh, for, for right now, we're going to call it List Head to Head. Uh, but specifically, we are going to be uh, shouting out Hexiled Gaming's um, Kyber Cup series what they're what they're going on right now i believe it is season six that's going on it is a weekly league style championship shout out to scott and crew for putting that on and uh what we're going to be doing is we're actually going to be taking a look at actual matchups that are happening in this week of kyber cup uh they are currently playing scramble the transmission is the scenario that they have going this week and we'll have two hosts face off as if they are the pilots and do a little bit of analysis of the squad for each while the other person that they're facing off against takes off their headset and waits for the thumbs up uh, on their on their screen and after analysis by both the other two hosts that are left over will essentially give an assessment of each of their um, tactics and who do they, who do they think would have the advantage going into it, uh, at, you know, being able to evaluate what uh, what each of them talked about. That makes sense. Did I miss anything there? I think I got it all. You missed all right. that I already cheated in Kyber Cup. I wasn't so going to say. I got, zero, zero I, got it, I got it out the way early. <laughs> nice. Nice, nice. All right. So uh, this first matchup, we're going to have uh, – it's actually the actual matchup happening is our very own William Hagwood uh, versus Pavel K. 
Uh, the matchup hasn't happened yet. And we're going to have Ryan sit in the hot seat for Will's list and Marcel in the hot seat for Pavel's list. So we'll go ahead and show you what they are. Ryan, go ahead and give us the lowdown on this matchup. What is the list that you will be evaluating or what you will be head simming as? So I will be, like I said, sitting in the chair as Will, who's running a first order list with Gideon, with a kind of two notable crew he likes to carry, which is Agent Terex and Commander Pyre, going with Fanatical and Proud Tradition to round out the loadout. Backdraft with Special Forces Gunner, Fanatical and Fire Control System. Phasma with Special Forces, Fanatical, Fire Control, and then two points left opting for Ion Missile. Ember with Proud Tradition, Hall, and Fanatical, and then Nightfall with Concussion Missile, Sensor Scramblers, the Enhanced Suite, and Crackshot. All right, and then Marcel, let's go ahead and take a look at what list you will be representing. This is Pavel's list. So Pavel is flying um, a five Jedi list. So he's got Luminara with Foresight and Calibrated Laser Targeting with R4P. Astromech. Then he's got Mace Windu with Foresight, also R4P Astromech and Calibrated Laser Targeting. Uh, Ahsoka Tunnel with Foresight, Calibrated Laser Targeting, and R3 Astromech. Then he's got Obi-Wan Kenobi with Shattershot, Brilliant Evasion, and R4P17, which I gotta see what it is. Actually, fully executed red maneuver. Okay, so basically actions after reds. And then Barris Ophi with R4P44. After you fully execute a maneuver, if there is an enemy ship in your bullseye, gain a calculate token and tracer missiles. Um, so basically, five Jedi Deltas. All right, so the thing I see right off the bat is normally you expect uh, some missiles on some of these Jedi, but he doesn't have any. It's a lot of bullseye-focused shots. Um, they have double reposition, which they can take advantage of. They're at least I, all I-4 and above, minus Ahsoka. Very good supportive chassis. Um, if this is Scramble, what I want to do is try and find the ship that... Because the way I'm assuming they're going to fly is, is a, a spread and collapse uh, and try to overlap a lot of those bullseyes. So what I want to try and do is, um, since P Commander Pyre's after setup, I want to actually find one of the I-4 ships um, or even Obi-Wan, whatever is away from Ahsoka, and Pyre that one. Likely Luminara or Obi. If both of them are close, then probably just Mace or... Uh, bears uh since ahsoka can circumvent the stress a little bit for the uh, enemy i wanted to see if i can maximize that with pyre um luminara is one of my higher considered targets right now because of her capability to neuter some of the offense granted Terex is there to kind of push and uh get rid of that you know basically uh flipping a focus or flipping a hit to a focus 
to kind of uh, have one ship to kind of uh, stop that debuff against you. Um, but I think something like Nightfall would be a good disruptor for Luminara, because once Luminara doesn't have focus tokens, uh, so that force gets depleted really quickly and has to decide whether to use uh, FTC or not, the fine-tuned uh, controls uh, for her maneuverability. So I think Nightfall squaring up against Luminar, at least as a disruptor, is a pretty good option. Um, and I think I just want to bring the SFs sort of deployed middle-ish of the board. Um, if I have to deploy first, if I have to deploy second, it's a bo big bonus for me. But that way they can kind of work as a, uh, a duo team of high-powered offense, and they could angle to either side of the board that I want, either supporting Nightfall or Ember, who are likely split up on the ends to kind of uh, see which one can get a flank, whether it is Ember or Nightfall. Uh, Hask will be supporting probably the SFs in the middle, not necessarily like Hask in the middle between them, but generally around there. Probably geared towards a little bit on Nightfall's side of the board, since Nightfall, if if he wants to, can do a five straight, stay cloaked, and do a scramble action to get one of the farther away ones, and throw a Terex Calc. I've done that before in a list, and it tends to work well. So highest target priority for me uh obviously it's obi-wan if i can get it but i'm probably not going to if the player you know doesn't give me obi-wan easy it's probably luminara and ahsoka some of those supporting pieces that are still four cost to get those off the board and then take a opportunistic shots when you can um basically fo force them to really work hard for those uh bullseyes they're probably going to go for my ss so i have to be careful with them and have uh gideon ready to coordinate and or disrupt with the medium base size to block some of their moves so they can't FTC to get those bullseyes that they want. All right. Great assessment there by Ryan. Let's Will, let's give him the double thumbs up so we can get Marcel. All right, Ryan, to the booth with you. You're lucky I looked. I'm kidding. I was looking at something else. You would have been here like 15 minutes. All right. What are we doing here? So uh, I already read off the list. So what's the point? Just um, to say how I like the list. Then. So no, no, no. You, you're you are the Jedi, and the First Order just uh, set down their ships across the table from you. Uh, what is your general strategies? What is your like target priorities? Uh, things you want to do early in the game? Things yeah, like that. So uh, this is a scrum, um, basically action to flip. And being that it's five Jedi, I automatically from the beginning feel pretty confident with the ability to take actions and not be hurting from it, especially when I have Ahsoka being able to coordinate somebody. My guess is probably for that, for that exact same reason, uh, Commander Pyre will probably go on Ahsoka. Uh, Commander Pyre is uh, basically preventing a turn one action for a ship. And in this particular case, um, Ahsoka's uh, Ahsoka is the one that makes the most sense. Now, the other thing to look at is uh, Barris with the Tracer Missile. So th that's a pretty interesting tech because it, it basically, outside of Obi-Wan, allows them to shoot with three dice in the very first engagement and then give everyone else target locks. Ahsoka give double target locks because uh, actually is that when she takes the target lock? Wait. 
Nope, it only gives her one. Um, but still, it gives target locks to everyone, and four of these ships will be able, three of these ships will be able to take advantage of it. Now, what this list is missing is um, actually, I'm not even sure if it's missing because it does have the foresight in there. I was going to say it's probably missing a little bit of damage potential, but with three of the ships having uh, foresight and then one of the ships having an additional die potential with Shattershot, it might be able to keep up with the damage race as well. So, um, yeah, at this point, I'm just spreading out the Jedi. I'm spreading out the Jedi. I'm fig I'm seeing where he goes. He's got enough. Uh, he's got initiative four, initiative four, 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 and four across the board. So the road will matter a fair amount in this one. And, um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, I, I feel pretty good about – he's playing against you, right, Will? Yeah, yeah, I'm the First well, Order player. Right. But in yeah, yeah. in this situation, you're playing against Ryan, yeah. right? No, you're no, I get it. You're playing against Ryan's it. perception of the list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if, if, if I'm – if I'm coming into this game, regardless of who's playing on the other end, I'm flying this list, and the other list is is is, is across the board. I feel like I'm probably at a 70-30 advantage, maybe 75-25 advantage. So I would have to make mistakes, and Ryan would have to play out. He would, he would either have to win the variance or do something completely unexpected to be able to to hit me because Pyre really doesn't do a whole lot in this particular one because all the other ships that uh, that, that don't get double stressed still have that ability to go and claim claim objectives and be relatively safe and he doesn't have anything that's shooting up you know like um, actually let me check if he does he might have one sensor jammer enhanced. Uh, yeah, so Nightfall is probably the only one that can decloak and then shoot forward for, you know, throwing some type of concussion missile at the one that's that's um, stressed. But even then, you can protect it. You can protect that by by just doing like a like a small bank and making Nightfall overextend and and be out on an island. Trying to think what else you have that might be that I might be worried about. Um, you know, honestly, nothing. I mean, the only thing that 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 I see that I would be worried about is again, Nightfall being cloaked to begin with. Gideon coordinates it. It, it you know after he decloaks forward, five forward target lock the ship that's stressed and throw a, a missile, but even then you're shooting a ship that has three agility and force to defend itself, so it's not, it's not the end of the world, and you'd be overextending yourself to do that. Um, as far as how I would set up, I would probably just set up across the board with Ahsoka in the center, and then 
ships on like two ships on either side mm-hmm. and and adjust you know like and feel pretty confident about it like i i honestly don't know how you're gonna pull this one off well <laughs> we'll, we'll see <laughs> are you ready to bring ryan back in yeah yeah, yeah. sure i mean ryan. i don't i don't know how much else to say it's just no that covered a lot yeah all right so will i know this is your matchup do you uh, want to talk about it or do you want me you're to muted, just... no. it says you're muted. no i'm not muted anymore uh. <laughs> i was earlier um, no i mean obviously i'm going to talk about what these guys said um, and the the first thing I wanted to note is uh, Marcel's uh, immediately was like objectives. I'm fast. Uh, I can win that game. Get objectives early, uh, which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, the uh, what Ryan was saying about uh, prioritizing different targets, right? I think uh, that is going to be important, but the the strategy of objectives i think definitely favors the jedi in this matchup which which is why i think the first order player ryan was focusing on murderizing stuff it's like I, if i want to win i got to kill stuff um yeah, yeah and you're not going to you're not going to out objective the republic in this sense so uh the focus on the you have to threaten the Jedi enough to make them consider, should I take the objective action here if this much firepower is pointing my way? The other thing I wanted to point out that uh, neither neither player brought up, and I think it would be a great weapon for the FO in this case, uh, because the Jedi are going to be spread out, I foresee opportunities for Special Forces Gunner to actually use the bonus attack. So both special forces gunner, as a reminder, you can uh, have a front and a back shot reducing the front die. You you don't get the third die out of the front. Um, what what people normally use special forces gunner for, just to have that extra third guy third die out the front. Um, it's going to be a little tough against Jedi, but if you can get consistent, sh- you need as many shots as possible. And in a in a perfect world, the FO does have a, a a turn or two, probably with six shots. And depending on where <laughs> Marcel says, no, I won't let that happen. But if the <laughs> ships if the ships are spread out, if the ships are spread out, that yeah, makes it so yeah. that the, there's there's, uh, yeah, there's a chance. The problem is that you need to have a consistent two to three shots on one ship in order to to consistently. I mean, again, dice will be variants, but mm-hmm. in order to consistently put out damage, uh, in order to get a ship to half or below, you need two range two and one shots or range two or one shots range three if you're shooting at range three you probably need three shots and that's not to kill it that's to like hurt it uh to kill a ship consistently just with the list that you've got uh you probably need to point four guns at it and if you're doing that that means you're letting four other jedi basically have the run of the land um, and you're committing yourself while they're collecting objectives and getting behind you and lining up bullseyes. And they also have one, two, three, five. They have, they have the potential for, you know, eight shots themselves if you're counting the, the um, you know, the, the foresights. So it's, 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 it's a rough, I mean, it's, it's a rough one. I would, 
I would be. It's an uphill battle. Up, it, it, it's going to be a tough matchup. Yeah. It's going to be a tough matchup for sure. Uh, so, Will, li- <laughs> Will, listening to these two players heads in this matchup, who do you think has the advantage? Uh, I think uh, the Marcel's early game strategy, um, I think, will end up paying off. Uh, it seems like he's ready to score objectives and not run, but uh, focus, focus on objectives and staying alive. All right. Well, there, there we go. We'll see what happens. We'll keep score next week. We'll see how, how we did. Uh, and if we're wrong on this one, that just means that Will was able to subvert expectations. All right. I mean, so- I wouldn't be wrong. I played Will. I play as Will. So right, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) So Ryan, did you say that you felt um, you felt the first order has the advantage in this matchup? No, no, I still think the Republic has the advantage in this scenario. Um, I just there are things that can be done that could uh, there there is an avenue to victory for sure for the first order. It's a it's a more difficult avenue than the Republic has right now. There is a road. It is less traveled, but there is a road. All right. Actually, as much as you like the idea of the potential multi-attacks front and back, I think with the three agility and force, you got to have quality of attack to bring these things down. So keeping that backdrop shoots better out the rear. Yeah, but but he's pointing the wrong way. Uh, Fair Fair enough. All right. Uh, I think we've exhausted that. Uh, Deal. Yes. Uh, it's me versus you for this next matchup. All right. So the actual players here in this one are Jack Darklighter versus Brendan Edwards. I'll be playing as Brendan Edwards, the FO player, and Will will be playing as Jack, the Empire player. Um, will, you're f- you first. All right. Well, let's break down these lists here. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry about that. <laughs> don't, don't I got, I got excited. Just I got excited. Just don't <laughs> leave you just yet. Let's explain the list here. So uh, this is an Imperial list. I have Soon Tier Fell with Predator, Outmaneuver, and Hull Upgrade. Uh, Merrick Stell uh, with Marksmanship, Crackshot, Fire Control, Afterburners, and Shield Upgrade. Uh, Pierce Bach with Predator, Shield, and Seismic. Zertex Drum with Thread Tracers, uh, and fire control, and then night beast to round out the list. And for your first order, and for the first order, we have Commander Malrus, Recoil, Ember, Gideon Hask, and Nightfall. Nightfall, look at look, making another appearance here. Uh, Commander Malrus with cluster missiles, recoil in the TIE Silencer with Predator, Ion Torpedoes, Sensor Scramblers for some cloak action, Ember with Predator Fanatical, Hull Upgrade, make it a little more beefy. Gideon Hask in that side shuttle, Elusive, Fanatical, Agent Terex, Commander Pyre. If you got a side shuttle out there, you're going to see Pyre. Pyre is an amazing piece for FO. And uh, Nightfall out there dishing out those jams, Predator, Concussion Missiles, Sensor Scrambler, and Enhanced Jamming Suite. Um, that is the breakdown of the list. Anybody who's just joining us, again, we are doing some head-to-heads, uh, head-simming, 
the strategy for each of these lists versus each other in the Kyber Cup. Shout out to Lambolo in the chat who just showed up. Lambolo, I dropped some big news in the beginning of the uh, beginning of the episode. Baby number two coming. Miss GSP has been imbued with the force. All right. <laughs> Let us continue. All right. Will, you first? That's uh, that's what she said. Sorry. What? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I'll go first. So, uh, my Imperials here uh, against the uh, mostly initiative for First Order. So, my, my brain immediately thinks I got to protect that soon to your fell. It's going to be uh, extremely advantageous for positioning and can get around uh, these more defensive three agility ships with that outmaneuver, or get around their, their defensive nature. Uh, same thing with Merrick Stell. Uh, it's easy for him to get locks because of uh, the higher initiative. He just can't lock Malorus, uh, but have to deal with that. Then uh, I will say, I do actually like all these. These are built out uh, almost optimal, in my opinion. Maybe Strom could use a hole, but whatever. I'm not critiquing the list. The uh, problem that I have right away is going to be those jams uh, between Gideon and Nightfall. Could really shut down uh, my target locks. Uh, any defensive nature Pierre Sabak has, I uh, would have to rely on Prime or Predator to get some sort of offense. And the uh, the fact that most of these ships will have three attack dice uh, between Gideon's Cluster Missile, the Recoils, uh, who's got Ion Torp, really can't let that... Well, I guess that's not too bad. Um, as far as deactivating Pierce box uh, ability. But I always kind of want to throw in my... I'm probably going to just bait with Pierce Bach, Strom, and Night Beast and really try to focus on getting my two higher initiative ships into position to start just getting consistent shots. As far as objectives, uh, I'm going to be pretty lacking here. A lot of my ships are going to need their actions for their offensive modifiers like target locks or uh, some sort of defensive um, modifier so they just don't pop in a single shot or something. Uh, though I, yeah, Recoil and Nightfall have those sensor scramblers. So they're, they, uh, and because of Pyre, I feel like the First Order is just going to jump on me round one. Just come in screaming as fast as possible uh, and just try to take a couple ships off the board. If they can get objectives, sure, but, uh, which makes me really worried about just Merrick. Merrick getting double stressed right off the bat is really going to limit him uh, as far as his positioning uh, to get out of uh, the potential joust. Though I expect they might put it on soon to your fell. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who you would pyre. Maybe Pierce Abak, uh, actually, so he can't ailerons. Uh, so I'll have to set up all of my people in a way to where we could both try to go for some objectives, but not end up in a joust as well. And then uh, I, I'm going to try to focus down uh, recoil. Uh, 
preferably take him off the board. Um, but Nightfall might be the the weaker of all of these guys. I guess he's still got three agility, unless we have a token. Um, but really, it's whoever whoever Soontirfell can get that out maneuver on. We try to take out uh, ship one at a time, basically ignore Gideon, and hope that's not an issue. Uh, for later down on the road. I, I do think the First Order has the advantage in objectives in this one um, because they have a coordinator. Um, so they're a little bit more free to spend that action to scramble. Uh, so hopefully I can... Man, I don't want to joust them, right? Especially now with Soontir fell. So if I can at least just get Soontir on the flank, I uh, might have to sacrifice that Merrick Stell in the joust, uh, which I'm going to be real sad about. Um, other than that, uh, focusing on those seismic charges, I'm going to need to squeeze every bit of damage efficiency out uh, to deal with the three agility ships. So uh, maybe uh, send Pierce Box through the asteroid field. Uh, hopefully soon to your fell uh, on the outside, claiming objectives and hope getting a good outmaneuver approach and just hope that the X-1s and Night Beasts just don't eat it in the initial joust, which is going to be easier, easier to get uh, blasted, I feel like. <laughs> All right, bring Dion back in here. All right, bam. All right. I've broken. I've broken down my opinions of the matchup. Now, now it's your turn, Dion. All right, let's go. So, real quick here, um, looking at his his list, one of the first things I I see out there is Sunterfell. I know that. Um, it's a scramble to transmissions. The having the highest initiative gives him the possibility of always at, at the end being able to flip one of those objectives. Again, in scramble, we have found that to be one of the objectives out of all of them that it can snowball really quickly. Having that initiative six, uh, slight advantage there when you're going to be able to just come in and potentially flip one every turn. So if, if I'm planning in my scoring, looking at that side of the board where soon tier fell is essentially it's whatever I scored minus one, uh, whatever progress I've done there. So when it comes to the objectives, if I don't get an advantage early, some type of like, I, I don't, I don't think my list with, uh, I mean, nightfall and recoil. I, I'm glad that I have those two pieces that can move pretty quick. Ember can move, uh, fast as well. We can get out there to some objectives. Um, but, uh, I'm going to have to watch out for the firepower that he does have. You got, uh, Merrick, uh, and, and, and pure Sabak, especially being able to throw out uh, some good dice. Man, those seismic charges could be really dangerous depending on the placement of of some of those objectives. I want to go ahead and um, try to probably neutralize. If I can get soon tier early, I, I don't want to obsess over it. But if I can get it early, I can see if I can stop that potential minus one, essentially on my side, objective point every single turn. When it comes to Commander Pyre, um, honestly, I'm probably going to go ahead and just 
put that stress out on Suntier by myself a little bit of time there. I don't think there's any way for him to um, to circumvent that uh, that Commander Pyre in this list. On my side, um, I really like the fact that Nightfall can essentially jam and do an action in the same term. If I'm able to fly through people, uh, I, I really like that. We're gonna he's gonna need actions. He's gonna need those target locks on the tie advance in order to have offensive output. So I really want to utilize Nightfall for that. Being at initiative four uh, might be a a, a bit of an issue going against Zertic Strom, but I can I can at least hunt uh, Merrick just a little bit because if, if I know where Merrick is, I can plan my maneuvers for where Merrick is and potentially be dropping some of those jam tokens uh, on him early. Um, Malris, Malris, I'm trying to remember the FO FO Malris is the is the glitter stem. I like the potential that I have there. Uh, these are all the other three other three dice, three dice attack guns. I'm probably going to keep Malrus near Gideon in order to try to bump that up to to three attack dice as soon as I can. Um, when it comes to actually setting up, um, I haven't flown too much of Nightfall, so I'm not entirely sure where I want to put that. Gideon and Commander Malrus, I think, have to start in the middle of the board and kind of adjust in the direction I want recoil being a tie silencer. I can pretty much get wherever I want to go. Ember with the extra maneuverability that the BA has same thing, uh, same possibilities there. Um, I do like that I can still get an I can get a, an additional action on top of the scenario action every single turn from recoil and ember and potentially nightfall like i said with the with the jam so i i do really like that commander Malaris can take scenario actions without having to worry about the um without having to worry about defensive tokens because of its ability on those critical turns uh but again i have to just watch out not to get caught because the opposing list has better firepower so um Overall, I'm going to be seeing if I can I can target. I, I, I want to put a little heat on Soontier, see if I can m make him play a little bit scared. I doubt it. Uh, most people, if you're bringing Soontier, you have to be aggressive. Whoa, shout out to Nickel City actually dropping some subs. Um, Pure Sabak is a potential early target as well, having those two agility. So uh, if I see him bringing that towards the middle of the board, I'm definitely going to prioritize that over the three agility ships. That's what I got. All right, so Marcel and Ryan. Marcel and Ryan. Uh, you got Will's headset back on. There we go. All right, so Marcel and Ryan, what what are your thoughts well, after hearing the assessment? I, I couldn't see it because of the gifted subs. Uh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> what were you saying? I just I, I want to know what Marcel and Ryan thought. Um, I don't know. You want to go first, Ryan? Uh, sure. So, I I think at face uh, value, looking between, I think the matchup is pretty even um i know when 
Dion, you talked about a lot of your concern being on Suntir Fell in that the uh, scramble of transmissions, because he's I-6, he always has the opportunity to do a scramble, and then as long as he lines up a bullseye, get his ability. Mm -hmm. He can scramble and then reposition to get that bullseye. Um, I think one thing to consider is that Merrick probably never really wants to do a scenario action because he mm -hmm. wants to lock to get his, his dice to even function well. Yep. Um, I think that's uh, something to definitely keep in mind that while Suntir is kind of a plus one in in the scramble, Merrick might be a minus in that. He'll, he brings a lot Good of heat. Point. He's, if you scenario action in front of Merrick and the Merrick moves after you and locks you, you might be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I actually think, because uh, you thought about putting Pyre and using it on Suntir, I think actually using it on Merrick or Pierce Sabak would be more hurtful to the imperialist uh because you're turning off ailerons for two turns hmm. and that lessens pierce i forgot about that yeah and also merrick doesn't have the best of blues to get going up up the board and uh without his action to lock his offensive threat is very low um and soon tier all he needs is a bullseye and he kind of already gets his action anyway true that um so I think it's kind of like a point something at Suntir or disrupt something and you're good and, and like make Suntir think about going 100% offense and uh, doing whatever he wants without maneuvering Predator. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think the getting Pierce, getting Pierce of Box dice, four dice off the board early is, is definitely a, always a high priority for me mm -hmm. when I'm looking at an Imperialist that has Pierce of Box. Um, on the flip side... Uh, this is a similar-ish first order list that we talked about, but the recoil is is a very good piece I've seen. It's a slightly different nightfall, and that Commander Malrus actually being I five uh, in scramble is also a really good uh, objective getter. You just run up the board, do your scenario action, and then glitter stim. <laughs> and if you really want to be super defensive, get coordinate and evade first on the way in from Gideon, like you mentioned, the extra support. What do you think, Marcel, on the what else you got? Um, I'm more in line with what you were saying than what um, both Will and, and, and Dion were saying. And I actually don't think it's much of a, I don't think it's a very, it's, I don't think it's as lopsided as the other matchup that we just went through, but I still think it's a little bit lopsided in favor of the First Order in this particular case. Uh, with the, with this, with this scenario that the actions are important. I think that um, one of the things that both, well actually both, that all three, all three of you really didn't take into consideration was Nightfall and, um, so Nightfall and, what was it, Recoil? Recoil Sensor recoil, Scrambler. Right? Yeah, yeah. So with Nightfall and Recoil can basically shoot forward and get an objective without much penalty because you've got five... Essentially, you'll have four or five dice depending on how fast the other the opponent went. Mm -hmm. And I agree, you you hire Pierce Sabak. Like, you prevent Pierce Sabak from getting in there and throwing four dice at you. Yeah, uh, you could fire Pierce Sabak and then what put the sensor scrambler guys opposite of where Merrick might be, and then they can't even lock anyone with sensor. Yeah, yeah, I was actually thinking you—you you, 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 you don't even decloak. You just run up five straight 
grab your objective and then just say you can't lock me yeah because you make that decision i was thinking like you line one up on each side like um you know you have uh your side shuttle and the somewhere in the center pointed towards you know somewhere in the center so where it can reach. i did i did one yeah, i did one thing right i put right. it in the middle I put the side shuttle in the, shuttle in the middle. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you put the side shuttle in the middle, and you put the two <laughs> sensor scramblers uh, at the edge, but close enough to where they can get coordinated. And then at the system phase, you decide, okay, this one's a little bit forward. I have to, like, go too forward and shoot. In uh -huh. that case, you go too forward, shoot, but that's the direction you throw the side shuttle at. Throw it to focus and let it go up there. And the other ship will just do five forward with the cloak have a lot of agility take the action and then again uh malrus or is it malrus uh glitter stem glitter stem basically can survive because of glitter stem and that alone gives you that that early advantage to get out there and get some early points and then on top of that i think it just has more more um survivability it doesn't have more damage output but it has more survivability than 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 the empire list I th you know one of the things that i do not like about the empire list is the threat tracers on zyrtec zyrtec threat tracers is amazing when you're got either off uh tempest or what are the other ones uh, not tempest but storm uh, yeah, when you got Tempest mm -hmm. or Storm that are also at Initiative 3 or Initiative 2 because you leverage the Threat Tracer for the offensive output of your other I3 and I2s. Uh, Pure Sabak is a 4, Marika is a 5, Soonser is a 6. So basically, Night Beast is the only one that's taken advantage of putting out any potential, any, any shots that are target locked. Uh, if you choose to do a threat tracer with Zertek, so there's, I think that's just wasted on him. Um, you're better off. I mean, you could, you, he self triggers his own ability. Maybe you could yeah. give it to Pierce Bach for next round. Exactly, but it's not that you're not taking advantage of it when no when immediately you it. no. But you yeah, you because... are hoping to set it up for the next round while the opponent has a uh, nightfall with the sweet and potentially his ability and mm -hmm. Gideon that both have jamming effects that can get rid of the most dangerous ones. Um, and uh, yeah, I agree. The, uh, the Gideon middle of the board coordinate someone and then Kobe them, a a, a, a Terex calculate the other side. It's a, uh, it's a pretty good support for that first initial I mean, I, go I, get objective. Yeah. I, I completely, this is up there I completely forgot about talking about Terex. Yeah. I think this is just below the, the Republic as far as efficiency for getting the, uh, turn one objectives like this list is really built it's built really smart to get turn one objectives and then still have enough uh, offensive output to to get the rest uh, even ember I mean if ember in, in, in a not so much in this particular matchup but in other matchups where uh, you are going against initiative twos or threes you still have the option of having a target lock and having some type of modifier when you're going out there and, and getting your your um, you know your action for you know you're getting an action for claiming the objective. So this is a really good mm -hmm. turn one list, turn zero and turn one list. So I give the advantage to this one, but not as heavily as uh, the first one. Probably like a sixty forty. So here's a question: Did my did 
did I help or did I make it? Did I make? Did I? Did I raise my chances, keep it even, or lower my chances of of? If you think on paper the lists are better, do you think my assessment? If I had played with no, with that your mindset, assessment is fine. I mean, again, your assessment is fine. It's just what are you what? What angle are you going towards to try to get the victory? And I think both you and William put them points. Talk, talked about shooting ships and killing ships, um, which in William's case, probably killing ships is the is 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 the the better choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the first sense. order has the option of having at least an early objective advantage. Yeah, yeah. No, I think Empire. the only thing mm-hmm. that you probably, uh, in my opinion, and you, yeah, it could still work in your game, um, is is focusing on Suntier a little too much. Yeah, and I think uh, changing your where He's hurt pyres, me. He's hurt where, my heart. Where stress, yeah, it hurts. <laughs> hey, it hurts me too sometimes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think re re reevaluating where pyre stress can go and who yeah. can disrupt and not. Because that's the thing with, with Sensor Scrambler. The, the FO list, as Marcel pointed out further, is stronger in the objective-grabbing game. Mm-hmm. So while you still want to find ships you want to kill or take off the board, probably Pierce the Bach first, because that's the two agility, and you it's the gun that is the most dangerous in the beginning. Um, you can still just play Disruptor for a while with stuff like Nightfall and the... Even using the, actually using the ion torp from recoil and then like all the tools Gideon has to support and debuff opponents. I like it. I like it. I think we got to, we got time for one more. By the way, those of you who are watching, do you guys like this? I, I'm having fun. Like I feel like this is a great learning opportunity, even like just for us four to be able to have this analytical time. Do you guys like this? Are we going too deep for you? Give us some feedback. It's always helpful. Let's go ahead. Uh, let's do let's do let another. We have more. We have more. All right. So in this third matchup that we have here, uh, we're taking a look at Marty Mott's versus Totem. Marty Mott's is flying a resistance list, which I have been tasked with being the host of. And Totem is going to be played by Marcel, and he's flying a separatist list. And let's go ahead and take a look at this. So we'll first break down the list, and then we'll go into the booth as needed. So Marty has brought to the fight, again, this is the second round of that Kyber Cup, Scramble the Transmission, has ZZ Low, Heroic, Proton Rockets, Advanced Optics, R1J5 in that Fireball, the Ray in the Scavage YT-1300, always a fan, just a big gun out there. Heroic, uh, Novice Technician, Rose Tico, Finn, False Transponder Coach, Ray Millennium Falcon, and then Zori Bliss in that NR2 Y-Wing, Dorsal, Dorsal Turret, R4 Astromech, Proton Torpedoes, and Wartime Loadout. On the other side, Totem is brought to the matchup, a Separatist list, of course, first pilot, General Grievous, why would you not, with Outmaneuver, Impervium Plating, Afterburners, Solus One, absolutely classic, HMP Droid Gunship, which one, the Onderon Oppressor, 
with Ion Missiles, Hondo Onaka out there jamming and coordinating with the Repulsor Stabilizers, Darth Maul in the Sith Infiltrator with Malice, Hate, Jamming Beam, Savage, Oppress, and the Scimitar title. Last but not least, we got a Bombardment Drone that's one of the Hyenas with Connernets and Cluster Mines fully decked out here independent calculations because it doesn't have any more droid buddies out there and landing struts there it is who's going in who's going in the corner first am i it's me isn't it all right <laughs> all right get out all right i'll be back All right, so let's see. We got. Um, I was still reading the list. I know he was reading it, but I was reading myself. Which one am I? Which one am I in this one? You're the separatist. You are Grievous and Maul. Going oh, Gray okay. and Zori. So, and then a bombardment drone with counternets, cluster mines, and pendant. Um, sorry. Intruder in the background. Uh, let's see. So, General Grievous, great. Darth Maul, interest. I, I interesting without without a torpedo. I think that's um, kind of takes a takes a little bit of the alpha potential out. But I know you're shooting twice, which uh, you've got four. Um, yeah, you've got a total of four force, and you're regenerating potentially. You know, with uh, you're throwing crits out there, and you're regenerating. Uh, every time you get shot or every time you take damage. And then a bombardment drone. I'm a really big fan of the bombardment drones with counternets and cluster mines. Only four ships uh, in this list. The great side about it being only four ships in this list is that you've got only four ships on the opposite side. Um, I just happen to think that four ships on the opposite side are potentially but are doing what you want to do better than you're doing it, it uh, or better than I'm doing it. So Dion's list is accomplishing the things that that he wants, that I want to do better than I want to do them. Uh, Zori Bliss with a Proton Torpedo, uh, 9 health, and R4 Astromech to be able to clear that stress is really good. Uh, Ray with basically Heroic Rose and Finn is throwing those four dice at range two and three and five dice at range one with a bunch of re-rolls and then ZZ being able to line up those bullseyes and then you get it with three initiative fives my best ship General Grieve is a, a initiative four and it wants to take advantage of that outmaneuver uh, the problem is that the outmaneuver um it's not going to do a whole lot because Zori Bliss has the rotating arc and probably doesn't even care about being outmaneuvered because it's one agility ship. Uh, ZZ doesn't really care because you can just rotate the arc as well. And then um, the Ray also doesn't care because it's got, you know, it, it's Ray. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> Marcel, let me, let me rein you back in here. How are, how uh, are you going to capitalize the I know. I'm just talking about, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about my, my, my plight, <laughs> my, my struggle. 
Yeah, but so, you're a player who brought this list already, so what are you going to yes. do? Yeah, you're confident in it. Uh, uh, yes, I'm confident. I'm so confident. So, um, honestly, the what I'm going to try to do in this particular list, I don't have any, any, any... Well, I do have one coordination, but the coordinate comes at a cost. So I'm probably thinking I'm putting Anduron somewhere in the center to be able to use Hondo ability and basically coordinate whichever ship is going to be. You know, I'll put Grievous on one end, uh, Darth Maul uh, at the other end. So basically, I'm going to set up with Anduron and Bombardment drone in the center, and then Grievous and the Darth Maul flanking. And the ship that is at the receiving end of the bulk of their list is probably going to get the benefit of the um, is, is going to get the benefit of the Hondo uh, coordinate in that first or second turn. I don't think I can win the objective matchup here. I also don't think he has a very strong objective game as well. This is probably one of those where the objectives aren't going to come into play very much until turn two, like turn one. Uh, maybe Ray wants to stretch out and grab one. Uh, ZZ, maybe, because at initiative five, he can reach out, grab one if he's not across from all, shoot, get a focus for defense. Um, so I'm probably not going to try to stretch out too much for the first objective unless unless he is light on one side. And basically just come up the edges and try to converge in the center. Uh, try, you know, if he if he's lined up across, let's say I put Paul on the right side of the board and he lined up Ray on that side of the board, I'm probably going to slow play it and take advantage of the afterburners to uh, get that objective real quick while I'm boosting inward towards the board and then basically trying to get uh, Grievous in there to disrupt things as fast as possible. Um, and if it's the other way around where Grievous is the one that 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 they lined up across from Grievous, then I'm probably going to disengage Grievous, turn him in, and just take a couple turns to, to get Maul uh, across to the other side. But... Um, the problem there is that both ZZ and and Ray have a very they're they're very quick, so so they can they can cut distance very easily. So it'll um it, it'll be tough, but that's probably what I would do. I would just set up Anduron uh, and Anduron uh, and the bombardment drone in the center. Put Grievous, put the heavy hitters on the outside, and just react based on what he did. And the objectives would just be a bonus. I would probably be looking to to get both guns on. I wouldn't imagine I would try to get as many guns as possible as quick as possible on Ray, because if I'm not winning the objective game, I'm, I have to I have to make up the difference. And if you kill a four or five point ship, you're gonna make up a difference a little bit. ZZ is tough to kill. Um, What's the other one? Um, Zori at nine hall is also tough to kill. Uh, and so is Ray, but Ray gives you eight points and it's the one that's probably putting out the more the most damage and the most consistent damage. So if you can just point everything and lose, I don't care what I lose. If, if I lose 
uh, General Grievous and Darth Maul, or uh, not and or Darth Maul, plus one of the little ones in exchange for for Ray. I'm I'm okay with that. Um, Darth Maul and Ray are both at eight points. Ouch. Uh, but I think Darth Maul can, if I trade Darth Maul for Ray and they're both eight points, I, I'm happy with that because in general, Grievous is, 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 is kind of a beast to try to put, kind of, kind of deal with. So in this one, I feel I'm at a disadvantage um, by, by, by a fair amount. Yeah, I would have to punch and kill things in order to, to make this work, I think. Specifically, Ray. I have to kill Ray. If I, if I don't kill Ray, I don't think I win. That makes a lot of sense, actually. All right, take mine off. All right, switch out. Ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding. Fight. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm lit back in the room. Okay. So, I'll be honest. When I was handed this list... Um, I got a little worried and the reason that is not, that is not right is one of the things that we noted back at Adepticon, mind you, it's been a while is like the resistance didn't show up. So I was already a, a little nervous just seeing, seeing that I, I needed to be in the hot seat for the resistance. But I know some of my strengths, just in the list in general, Ray hits like a truck. The thing is that, um, you know, it, Grievous also hits like a truck, a slightly smaller truck, but still a truck nonetheless. Um I have maneuverability with with the fireball and ZZ and Zori Bliss. It's got action shenanigans. Want to review the ability here? After a ship at range one performs an action during its perform action step, if that ship actions on your action bar, you spend the charge to that action. So, um, I think as a base, on on a base level, let's want to assess here. Um, Hmm. I think work when it comes to like action economy going into scramble the transition. Um, I think we're kind of even because we don't have very. We both have a force user, a big force user that can potentially deal damage, uh, even on a turn where we may have prioritized doing an action, being that being Ray and a uh, and a Darth Maul. I do think that it hurts me more spending my action on on a Ray. Um, on a turn where Ray is is going to be attacking ver versus uh, versus Maul's damage output, uh, but I have potentially Rose Tico to back me up on the following turn. In in that case, I'll be okay. Um, ZZ's fast. I can get up the board to be able to to get some of those. Um, those uh, the objectives here. Just looking at the. Just looking at the the initiatives here, uh, ZZ and Ray being at initiative five is going to be pretty massive. Uh, I think I only have to really contest with Darth Maul, and I think I, whatever if 
If I'm able to go first, I want to put ZZ on the opposite side of Maul to be able to use the speed of Maul to to take up to be able to go grab some objectives. Same thing with the fireball. The fireball is quick. Get up the board. If I can, because it's it's, it's a four ship list on four ships. Um, R1J5 has has nothing doesn't want to be out there shooting it is out there for objectives that's, that's its job slam and the following turn use it to get a, an objective maybe I'm facing off against you know I, I don't know maybe I'm willing to go in the corner where the Onderon oppressor is uh, though I have a feeling with Hondo out there it's going to be prioritizing uh you know, wanting to be in range group, mind you, that's a, that is a pretty massive bubble, which I guess that's where that extra action economy on the other side is going to be coming from, isn't it? Uh, where do you see you jam? It's jamming a ship at range one to three. So what do you do? Do you jam, jam the bombardment drone and then coordinate Maul or Grievous essentially is what you're doing there? It's it's got two calculates. It's easy to jam. Yeah, it's easy to jam. All right. So, see, I got, I got it. I got there eventually, right? <laughs> um, Savage. Savage, new, new card after a friendly ship in your front arc at range one to two gains of stress or a strain token. You may spend a force if you do the same. It's a focus token. Okay. So, Savage also providing a little bit of action economy there. Okay. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. Okay. Uh, overall, I think in this matchup, I'm going to have to prioritize ZZ and uh, Bucket slash R1J5, getting those objectives, and hopefully early, Ray and Zori, uh, I'm just going to have to lean on offense a little bit, try to clear the uh, the bombardment drone and the Onderon oppressor, and essentially it becomes uh, a race with having Grievous and Maul out there in the end game versus what I would hope to be either Ray or Zori alive, one of them, um, and ZZ and, and Bucket out there getting me some objectives. That's what I'm hoping for. All right, Marcel. Ryan, what do you, what are your thoughts? I, I got, I got, uh, one thing I can mention, but, um, I think it was both. I think it was it's and this is why I think I liked doing this format. Both players did not feel confident about their list. Even looking at the matchup, you're both like, Man, I don't know about this. I feel bad <laughs> with this, 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 this. This is this is good to illustrate because a lot of people always like because when you look at a matchup outside and you're not the players across from each other or you or you found out the results of the match after right some results they think thinking about you in the way but right both players could feel bad about the same matchup but also both players can feel good about the same matchup you know it's it's just how things end up happening because some people will get concerned about certain stuff and um uh, i i personally think if i'm looking at this matchup um, I think I like the resistance list a little bit more because of Ray's single target output offense and with heroic actually her defense uh, is actually pretty solid within the front arc 
Um, and having all of the other main punches in the list being I-5 does kind of scare Grievous a little bit, even though Grievous is really tough to kill still. Uh, but the offensive output from ZZ and Zori are situational in that mm -hmm. ZZ's is purely from the Prockets in terms of a spike damage potential to really go after and kill a ship. While Zori, um, yes, it's a proton torpedo. It's Still, still got to get that lock. It's, it's more likely single modded the way how I see this game playing out. Now, I get her ability. It just depends on how you want to set things up. If you want everything to strike at once, that's not what this list is going to actually excel at. It's going to be a layered strike where Ray's going to be the main punch early. You got Bucket and ZZ to go get the objectives. And because no one, I mean, you could, it's just Zori doesn't have the speed. Three straight is the fastest speed she can do and still get her own action. And if Ray moves fast enough forward, that's outside of Zori's range one. Granted, Zori could do a three straight, try and get a lock, and then Ray can move up. It's just very telegraphed is how, is how it's set up. And I think the opponent can play around that. Um, I actually think the Separatist list might have more clear-cut ships to, to set up the first turn in terms of... Um, the HMP and the Hyena are pretty solid. Like, all right, you guys can grab objectives while Grievous and Maul just... You go make something really scared to do an objective action because I'm bringing this offense that I have. Yeah, the, the objective getting, which is what I thought was uh, most interesting about both of your guys' thoughts, uh, you prioritize position over objective getting. Um, which uh, both could, in theory, get objectives very easily. Maul's decloak, right? Uh, Ray being a large base with a four forward, she could reach out and grab an objective. Um, and I'm also surprised, uh, Dion, that you weren't considering just a straight joust something. Uh, you talked about... Uh, getting being able to deploy second and spreading out away from uh, mom. Um, but I I'm surprised. You're right. I didn't. I didn't flip the other side of that coin. You're right. Yeah, uh, you could just straight joust them with that pocket. <laughs> what, what's your just... plan? Murder. <laughs> but but you didn't think about that though. You wanted yeah. to spread out, make sure they had some in-game pieces, make sure that you got objectives as well, which I think is very interesting. Uh, I'll be, uh, I wonder how the, the actual player would um, uh, do this. Uh, Cause it does remind me of kind of like a, like a wedge Han combination like Reg mm -hmm. Han Jake, which I've flown a lot. Uh, but that has the alpha potential of just roll up and just, well, you can't get away from us. Uh, and you can blast him. So I do think uh, for your strategies, um, the the resistance uh, will probably pull it off unless Maul can go in and, and actually do some real uh, damage. Like attacking multiple ships and hitting both of them, like uh, like uh, Ray and uh, Zori, very easy to hit with three attack dice on one agility normally. 
though Ray, Ray has heroic now, which I think is amazing. Wow. Uh, adding the blank to reroll both. Solid. Pretty crazy stuff. Pretty crazy stuff. Um, but overall, uh, I, I think you guys had uh, good strategies, uh, especially against each other, because I feel like this would be very spread out, and then uh, you guys would more or less meet in the middle objectives uh, as uh, you know the outside ones kind of get claimed, and uh, you come in to attack and support uh, the rest of your friends. Uh, no, though, I do think it Oh, I thought you were all set. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, though, yeah, uh, Marcel's right to uh, be concerned about Grievous because uh, one wrong step and, yeah, range one ray, proton torpedo, and a procket could be coming your way if you're not careful with them. And Dion, I, I think this is where uh, realizing because you have I-5, you can deploy after most of his ships. The only mm -hmm. one is Darth Maul. But when you see Darth Maul on the board, like, you kind of know where he can and can't go. Right. Um, this is a really good opportunity to illustrate that in this particular matchup, both lists are very kill ship oriented. They don't have a lot of excelling objective play. Um. I don't know if the if the best quote strategy in this is to even try and get both of your quote unquote objectives anyway. Um, depending on how the objectives are laid out, just have Bucket get your one, and then send all three of your high power damage ships on one of the sides of the board that you've already seen Grievous or the HMP or the Mabarman deploy on. And just to, you know, kind of guesstimating, uh, if, if you deploy after Maul, I think it's, like, pretty solid in your favor. Because then you get to decide, all right, I can place my three ships wherever they need to go to do the best offense possible. And I'm just going to go kill it. Or multiple ships. If there's both Grievous and, say, an HMP on one side of the board, you're like, I really don't want Grievous to get a flank on me. I'd rather just joust him. I don't mm -hmm. think he'll accept the joust, but if he does, yeah. he's gonna die, Marcel, so I'll take it. Marcel so, did note that he would just fly his turn your Grievous away, right? Is that what you said? You just turn Grievous away. You don't accept oh, that I, joust. No, no, just hard one to the right and oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no thanks. Yeah, just hard one in towards the center of the board and five forward next one. Yeah, this is one of the cases where you can just have Bucket take the first objective and then not even count on getting a second objective for you and just force your opponent to either leave or deal with the firepower that you're throwing at them, which probably means they're going to All right, fire. You'll get, this, you'll get your second and maybe third objective on your second turn mm -hmm. after, you've, after you've pushed your advantage either through actually doing damage or hurting them very far away. Cool. All right, so there we go. We were able to break down a few matchups there. If you guys like it, those of you who are maybe listening and watching later, let us know. Uh, we can continue to make it a thing. I think this was really insightful, guys. I think this was this was interesting to see how how each of us think. What are some of the the, the holes that we are missing? Uh, I know lately with with my school year, I was been I haven't been able to play as much. So I know like I I have really enjoyed enjoyed doing this so we will be taking some more some more looks at this i think as as things go on as the um 
as the Kyber Cup continues and as some upcoming Gold Squadron shenanigans ends up unveiling itself. Hello, little kitty. Um, before we head out for the night, any shout outs, things you guys want to bring up? How was your how was your uh, your May the 4th? I know it's five days past, but it still happened. Uh, I ran the stream and we gave away some ships and I got some ships from F well, first edition, but, uh, I haven't shipped it. I haven't shipped out the bomber yet. Um, but I did ship out, give away nice. a, fir you know, a first edition bomber, that beautiful blue. Uh, so big shout out to a local PBR Panda, uh, who, uh, was able to, uh, relinquish those from his inventory and uh, <laughs> let let me um, pass on that uh, Star Wars Day celebrations. That's awesome. That's awesome. What about you, Ryan? Uh, didn't really do too much, uh, especially for May the Fourth. Is a lot of prepping for Mother's Day weekend because it's actually it was actually the first uh, overnight stay. Ollie's had outside of the house. Oh. We went to uh, my mother-in-law's or uh, Sarah's mom for Mother's Day weekend over in Holland, Michigan, for the Tulip Festival and on on Windmill Island. Sounds really cool. It is a very nice view of a lot of uh, blossoming tulips of uh, crazy amount of colors. Every big social media picture taker person was over there getting their gram pictures and everything trying to of course look look nice in the flowers and whatnot but um you know we, we me and sarah got a little sun uh we kept ollie in the stroller mostly but took him out a couple times just to kind of be amongst the flowers and sarah take pictures with sarah and whatnot so um the weekend went well uh he slept mostly normal actually so he wasn't too um swayed by a different area we just kind of try to mimic the setting with the uh, ambient noises like the the hatch thing that we didn't bring which was okay we just used our phone just yeah to rain ambient sound play yep he did all right in the travel crib too so we're nice out. first time was mostly good marceau how was your may the fourth uh may the fourth what was it last wednesday that was like five, five days, days ago. ago. Uh, it was fine. Um, had a um, post-surgery like follow-up. All's good. No infections. Um, yeah, actually, I've just been. I haven't played a whole lot of X-wing. I've just played like the the ones that I'm committed to, like the Kyber yeah. Cup and like the three one two and the things that that I got like a like. You a signed up. You signed up for. Yeah. 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 I mean that's still uh, a lot of X-wing. Like he's acting like like I didn't. Well, no, it's, it's not like, twenty games a week, I guess. No, it's about one or two games a week that I'm that I've been doing, which which is a, a huge step back from what I what I was playing before. I think I'm just waiting for uh, new stuff, the rebalance, new, new points. Yeah, it's uh, it's gotten a little a little stale without without something to practice for mm -hmm. and it's just uh so i'm still playing elden ring instead 
Uh, <laughs> I, I still haven't played, played like it six times before I jumped on here, so I still hate it. Um, getting bit by, by my kitty over here, but um, yeah, just kind of looking forward to enjoy the weather. And I think once things get a little rebalance and some new ships out there, I think I haven't opened up the the other ones. I got the whatever came in. I think the gauntlet and the other ones are still in the yeah. box. Uh, I'm waiting for the rebalance and the next round and then i'll probably at that point do like take everything out start getting back into the store figuring it out even though i, do, I am going to the to the scrub scrub down yes scrub scrub show i don't know that's next weekend right not yes. this weekend next weekend that is next weekend i'll be driving oh really it's already next week yeah. Yeah. Time okay, flies, I man. Even, I haven't even gotten my hotel yet. We got to book a hotel. We got to do that. <laughs> oh, uh, I need one of you guys to bring me a ship. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, next weekend, somebody actually was asking, like, when are you streaming again? So, we actually have back to back weekends of GSP Live uh, events. I'm going to be driving down to St. Louis uh, for the scrub down. That's going to be extended weird thing we'll see what ends up happening that should be fun then the following weekend will will be in virginia for the richmond opened uh after that so we have those couple of events in may we have a bit of a gap. Let me go go look at upcoming uh, events. All right, so we have May. Then we have a bit of a gap. Basically, we have we have Gen Con, but I don't have it on our schedule because I have yet to hear from AMG. Now, see, I've sent them emails. Now this is like two months worth of emails asking about Gen Con and haven't got a reply. So now I'm going to make it public. I would love to give you guys free press at a at a, at Gen Con AMG. Hook a brother up, Pagani or or anybody who's watching. Come on, L let me know. Let's let's make this happen. I love you. Let me love you. That's all I'm asking. All right. So yeah, you don't um, even have to pay him again. <laughs> You, know you can they, even uh, not pay me again. Yes. Gen, Gen Con came out with their event list. The next wing is yeah. on there. Yes, X Wing is on there. We're gonna get into that a little bit next week. Uh, AMG, hit hit up hit up the inbox. All right. All right. I would love I would love to do it. All right. So if you want to tweet at them, be like, Hey, can GSP stream at Gen Con? Would love to see it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. It's fine. You literally only got to give me a table. I will pay for everything else. That's it. Just give me a table. I'll take a corner. Whatever. We've done worse. I think we had a laptop. Oh, in the old days, laptop on like a TV yeah. dinner tray. Yeah, it was a TV dinner tray. <laughs> we'll Do you even have a table? Just a chair. Did you have a chair? I think you stole a chair from one I of the tables. I, I stole you? a chair. I stole a chair for sure. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll talk some more about it later, everybody. But thank you so much for watching. Stay smart. Stay safe. And uh, I just got to survive the concert week. We have I have a concert this week. And then Devin has a concert this week. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Nobody puts Dion in the corner except AMG if they want to. Listen, come on. Just, just do it. Gold Squadron.